Yo, Jack Plex, answer the fucking phone, dude. What gives you anxiety? Oh man, what doesn't give me anxiety? Holy Christ. Starting off swinging. Um, where to start? I guess, uh, social interaction. So where do you think, uh, this, your social anxiety first came from? Um, probably, like, growing up, I was always kind of, uh, in, like, schools and stuff, I was always kind of, like, uh, um, the the odd man out in elementary I, I went to like a predominantly african-american school and i was you know i was the white boy and then uh so i stuck out like a sore thumb mm, school, that's very interesting i went to i went to like a, a private school that was all christian and i wasn't like really into that and kids like all grew up in the church and stuff and like you know i, I wasn't exactly like it took me a while to kind of slot in there um and then you know I eventually made it to high school, and it's just, you know, that awkward phase where, like, you figure yourself out, you know, I'm dealing with all these rich kids and stuff, so it was just, like, always kind of an odd man out there, so I was kind of under overthinking situations and scenarios and all that stuff. So you'd say, generally speaking, amongst all your social interactions when you were younger, they weren't really in your favor then, I'd say? I wouldn't say in my favor, but, like one misstep and it was like it's like I was walking in a, in a in a minefield and one misstep and then boom so like I was always like super like conscious of like what I was saying who I was saying to and like how it came across because like that one time I didn't or didn't pay close enough attention I just I got ripped off for it mm, I see so when you say that you got ripped off for it uh, like you got did you get like attacked or something Verbally or physically? No, not like physically attacked, but like, like I'd be like the butt of a running joke for like a few weeks. And like, you know, as a kid, like, I always wanted to be like everyone's friend. Like, my, my grandparents would always tell me that, like, you know, when I was going to like playgrounds and stuff, like, stuff, I would always like see random kids on the street side and be like, oh, that's my friend. Like, this is my new friend. I want to be everybody's friend. And that thing kind of like, with me so growing up when I was trying to be like people's friends and everyone's just like well, not everyone but like I'd make a best effort to like befriend somebody get to know them all that stuff and they turn around and like laugh at me for me being me you know that kind of hurts as a kid mm-hmm. I don't understand why mm. so now as an adult how do you think that you deal with this anxiety on a day to day on a day to day basis to myself like on the computer like I built computers and stuff I just I had my little group of friends and I didn't really deviate out of it so going to like a service industry a 
was like a big thing, but I was just like, you know what? Like, I hear it's good money, and like, it's just. I go out and talk to people who work on like doing social. So, so do you think do you think that you ended up working at a restaurant specifically to get better at the social interactions, or was that was it that and a combination of money? I think it was mainly for the pursuit of money, and that was just like an added on because I was thinking about it like, oh geez, like what am I doing? I'm calling a restaurant, I got to do people all day. Like this is gonna suck. I'm like, what if I don't want my coworkers and all this stuff? And then I was just kind of reflecting back on it, I'm like, all right, well, no, this is a good thing. Uh, I can do, I, you know, I'll be making money. I'll be able to work on this stuff, all that, you know, boom, bam, boom. So trying to see, like, the bright side of it while, like, trying to calm my nerves about the whole situation that I was about to put myself in. So then I want to I want to rewind the conversation. I feel like we've covered a lot of bases, actually. Like, I feel like this has been, what, maybe five minutes? I think we've covered a lot. So I want to backtrack a little bit. So I think earlier you had said that you were in middle school when you were growing up in a predominantly African-American school, right? Uh, yeah, well, no, uh, that was when I was in elementary school. In elementary school, like, the church and all that. Do you think that you were treated differently as a result of that? Um, or did you just feel weird not seeing somebody that was your same skin tone in the room? Because as a black person, I feel that way all the time. So I just think it's interesting. Oh no, you're good. But I'm just saying, as a black person, I feel that all the time. I just think it's interesting to hear it from your perspective. And I'm not saying that your perspective is diminished because at the end of the day, you were a different skin tone amongst people that were, you know, just different looking than you. So I understand how it feels. But I just want to hear it from you. Like, how did it feel just being in a room full of people that just look different than you? Were you uncomfortable? I mean, when I was, I was so young that, like, that thought never, really, like, processed in my head. They're like, oh, like, these people look different than me. It was just kind of like, these are just, like, they happen to look different than me, but it wasn't, like, really, like, it was, like, my parents always kind of raised me on the on the concept of, like, don't judge a book by its cover. By its cover. Like, just because someone doesn't look the same as me doesn't mean they aren't a good person or I won't get along with them. So, like, I wouldn't say I was necessarily, like, treated differently i mean i was like some people and most people throughout that time was like you know with your kids kids like target one kid and that's that's kind of the end of it but i had plenty of friends um from what i remember anyway that like you know they were nice to me and didn't treat me any different so it's kind of like a mixed bag Hmm. so then moving on to it was middle school that it was a predominantly christian school was it yeah. So or, kids, like, what what is your stuff. what is the faith that you follow, if any, or at least at the time, so, did you follow that same faith, or was it something different? Well, so that kind of like created the base. So right now I'm like, uh, how do I word this? I guess non-denominational Christian. Like I don't follow any like specific, like I guess church or anything like that. But I went to a predominantly Baptist school. And if you know anything about Baptists, they're like super hardcore. So it was just like, a, it was definitely like shell shock. Mm. What was the experience that you can just remember uh, that just shell shocked you then? Um, so like when I was a kid, like I didn't like mind, like it was like little stuff at first. So it was like, you know, like swearing wasn't like a big thing to me. So like, oh, my parents swear, you know, kids at my old school swear, it wasn't a big deal. And then, I, I let it slip to like some friends that I was just, you know, getting to know and all that stuff. And it was just like, 
oh my god like you're, you're swearing like it was like a big thing i was like this like i was like i'll start off by that i was like because i didn't realize that everyone at that time that was going there was kind of in that little that little bubble where it's just like you know they're not used to like maybe not used to it but their parents and the school system try to shield them from that sort of thing just like how like normal people typically act i guess isn't it so interesting isn't it so interesting how just one small thing can just be so radical to somebody else yeah for sure i mean i was like i remember thinking about it i was just like that's not that big of a deal i mean i just I was like, okay, I just, I guess I don't swear. I don't know if it makes them feel weird or anything, but I don't know. I just thought it was funny. And then, you know, you get, I got a little older and in the school longer. I was there, you know, all three years in middle school. And I guess I, they exposed you to more stuff about like, their views on like homosexuality and stuff. And it was just like, so like jarring, I guess. It was like, it was just, um, would, would you say would you say that you're would you say that your views on the world were being challenged at that time or would you say that they were still developing i think they were still developing but i was definitely like starting to challenge the concepts of like and like what is what what is religion really mean? like 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 why am i following this am i following this stuff just because these people are telling me this is what I need to believe or am I doing it because like I actually believe so that kind of started that I guess mental dialogue for me so while you were in this school which sounds like it was uh funny enough more of an uncomfortable experience to you than the uh the elementary school how did you handle your anxiety at this point in time like did you get more anxiety because you were in the school or did you say that that developed a little bit more later on in high school? I think it mainly developed in high school because like in that, that uh, in middle school, it kind of felt like a, it made it feel like a safe space, I guess, where like no one was like really mean to each other. Everyone kind of falls with the same. Oh, that's actually really line. funny because it's a religious school, so you do have to kind of be nice. And then you got to high school. So actually, tell me, tell me about how you felt the difference between middle school to high school. I went from like a super soft, small, like middle school that was like, I maybe was in a class of 20, 30 kids. And then I went to a high school, which actually was still pretty small. I think my graduating class was something like 60, 70 people, it was like nothing um, in, in comparison to other schools or whatever. But even then, it was just like, it was like getting plucked out of like the quote unquote real world into this little bubble and then getting dropped right back from the bubbles back into like a more, I wouldn't say, not like just like normal life, I guess. Or like how like, they, they use the word secular. So like, I guess that would be the best word to use in this context. Um, was, was your high school, were there any restrictions or boundaries? Like was it a specific type of school, like an Ivy League or a Christian? Or was it just a regular public high school? This was actually another Christian school. This was actually the sister school of my middle school. And I was kind of like expecting a similar experience from the middle school to the high school. And it was exactly different. Like the middle school was up in you know, 
Western with like predominantly, you know, white people. And then I come down to high school and it's closer to Hialeah, Miami Lake. So I'm interacting for predominantly the first time like with other, you know, Latinos. Cause I, in elementary school, yeah, I, like I had one or two other friends of Cuban stuff, but like in, in like uh, middle school, like, and there was like, there were other Cuban kids, but like it wasn't like, it wasn't like the same vibe. Like you got highly people speak Spanish, you know, there's all this like, I guess, um, phrases and stuff that get thrown around that like people are kind of familiar with. Mm-hmm. I like, I was so, I go to high school and it's like the first time I'm just so stuck, so. Um, I, I forgot where I was going with this. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, I just forgot where I was going. That's right. So, with with the anxiety that you had had, um, did it get worse during high school? As because I mean, the way they the way I see it is it goes like this: so in elementary, you're exposed to different people, and then you're shell shocked again in middle school, and then in high school, you're shell shocked again because what I from what I interpret, it seems as though high school was more of like a real world experience to you than the other schools, right? For sure. For sure. So like high school was like. I'm assuming, I'm assuming that it seems as though middle school was probably the nicest place for you to be because everybody was nice. And again, like you said, you're just kind of raised to be nice. Elementary school, nobody's really that mean to each other. So then you're thrown into high school. How do you handle that? So high school, I definitely felt like, uh, I, I felt more like an outsider than like before, because like before people like, you know, I was weird at first. Like it's like different, and then like eventually, those people kind of grew to like get used to me, and I got friends and all that stuff. And then high school rolled around, and it was like starting from a blank from like a blank slate. Like I had a couple friends that like um, moved from the middle school to the high school with me, but like they immediately like jumped on the football team and all that stuff. So I was just kind of like all on my lonesome, and I was just like not used to like. And I, I didn't, I don't know how to word it, but like, I didn't know how to interact with like these people that I like had to, after being around the same group of people for like three years, I kind of grew complacent and I forgot how to like interact with new people or like, you know, build those bonds and those connections. So it was just, it was very like daunting at that time. And then like when I would make efforts to, it would, it wouldn't go smoothly. It was like, like dumb little, you know, freshman high school stuff. So like, would be a, wouldn't be a drop in the bucket now, but like fumbling over my words or something like that. And then like, I get teased about it or whatever. And like, I like retreat you... back into my little like mental cognitive bubble. So, <laughs> and then I try again in like a week or so. Did you participate in any extracurricular activities? Um, actually not for, not for a while. It wasn't until like my sophomore year that I tried to go out for spring football because my friends from middle school, they were on the football team and like we still talked a little bit, but it was kind of like, so my next question by the way just there's a question to bounce off that real quick no you're good just another question is so did you try to join them because you wanted friends or did you feel like you needed friends um i think it was because i wanted friends and i also kind of wanted like that, that status it's like oh look you're on the football like because at that time the football team was like really good and it was just like everyone kind of like looked up to those people they were the hype of the school i was like 
you know, I was like relatively like um, athletic. Like the coaches would always tell me, they're like, oh, like why don't you play basketball or something? And like I was always like a Dolphins fan. I, I knew football. I knew the rules. It wasn't my heart. So I was like, oh, go, I'll, I'll go out and try that. And how did that experience turn out for you? It was fun for, I want to say, the first 10 minutes. And then I realized how big the other guys were. I'm like, I'm going to die out here. So did you go through with it, or did you decide not to continue? I went to three practices, and then uh, the coaches told me what position I was going to play. They were going to put me tight end, so it's like on the very end of the line. And I was just like, oh, hell no. Like, we were going to do hitting with pads the next day. I'm, I'm going to get, you know, I, wait, can I swear around here? Of course. Feel free. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna get fucked up out here. Like, this is a bad idea. So, so I was just like, you know, this isn't for me. But like, surely then after, like, I also, like, I had other friends in high school. Just like, I didn't have many. And then I wound, I wound up getting into, like, paintball and airsoft with them, like, a couple months later after the football thing. So, like, I had my, like, alternate or out of school, like, activity, I guess. So, by trying out this thing of football, do you think it eased your anxiety just being able to do something that was kind of out of your comfort zone? Yes and no. So, it, I made more, it made me more comfortable like, kind of taking that step, but at the same rate, it also put like a spotlight on me because like, everyone was like, oh, like, did you hear Chris is going to try to do football? I'm like, I'm like a, a tall, skinny kid. So like, on paper, it's like, that's a good idea. And then like, people were like, I was like, I wonder how it's gonna go. They saw me walking around with a football helmet and stuff after a couple practices. And when I, so like, people were talking about it. And then when I um, decided to stop doing it, like, like, people were talking mad shit. They were like, oh, I knew he couldn't do it. Like, he was gonna be a fucking nerd out there. Like, you know, it's just like, Isn't it so funny how you can try to do one thing, but then so many other things become because of the thing? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, um, so, about, I guess, like, it, it, that's where, like, th- those kind of insecurities came from. I was just like, ah, oh, shit, like, I tried this thing, I tried to, like, do it, and now, like, people are kind of shooting on me for it. It wasn't until, like... No, I actually graduated high school and I was just like, no, those people are just fucking hating. They just like, they didn't, those people didn't like me. They, they're never going to be back around this kind of thing. So would you say and that, yeah, uh, at, at the stage in life where you're at right now, do you say that, or would you think that you handle your anxiety a lot better? Um, yeah, for sure, honestly. I know we were talking about the other day, uh, uh how, like, using meditation and stuff, I would try techniques like that. And it's definitely, it's something I don't do now, and I probably should. But, like, it, doing stuff like that and exploring things, like, those methods definitely helps with it. And then just, like, as I just gradually started pushing the boundaries of what I'm comfortable with, that anxiety, like, I still deal with it on a daily basis. But it's, like, I try to bring it in day by day. You know, I take it day by day and just try to do better every day. Were you anxious before you called in? I was excited, actually. I was listening to the podcast, and I was just like, I wonder, like, how does this go? Like, you know, what kind of questions do I ask and stuff? So it was a little bit of, I guess, it's, it's always hard for me to distinguish it sometimes. If I'm excited, they say, they say that it's the same chemicals that produce excitement and anxiety. So it's very easy for your body oh, really? to confuse the both. Yes. 
So that feeling, that, that sentence you were just saying, it's actually rooted in fact that it's the same chemicals. That makes sense. <laughs> but uh, no, I was, I was excited and like nervous because I was just like, I don't make myself look stupid, but at the same rate, like, this is cool. Like, I, I've only done like one other podcast when I was uh, doing stuff for, um, for esports. And that was, I had a great time with that. But uh, yeah, so I was excited to come on here. Mm. Do you have a question for me? Um, what made you start doing the podcast? Like, I know you're like a real philosophical guy the more I've gotten to know you lately, but what, what kind of started this? Um, well, this all started when I heard a song. I think, um, hmm, how do I say the beginning or the reason as to why I started this? Well, it all just kind of started when I was just scrolling through Instagram one day and I was looking at all these different clothing brands that were just every because, you know, Instagram is just littered with ads everywhere. And I was looking at all them and I realized as I was scrolling through Instagram, Twitter, there's all these different apps, how people were just making things. And then I started using TikTok and I scrolling, started scrolling around and then it's kind of hard to realize it in the moment, but when you're scrolling through these apps, you kind of realize that the things that you're looking at are things that people make. And I was like, well, why can't I be the person that makes the thing? So some time went on and it was kind of a gradual process of just setting everything up and just kind of getting off your butt and doing the thing. But now here I am and I'm doing the thing. That, that's super cool. That that reminds me when I was uh, when I was younger, I was trying to. I've always wanted to do like uh, like create things. I was I wanted to be a YouTuber for a while. I did Twitch streaming. I had aspirations to go to film school. So I definitely I feel that uh, that urge and that eagerness to want to create something. What is the thing? What's something that you want to do? Like, something that just crosses your mind every now and then you're like damn like I should do that but it's always a should I think um, definitely want to be like more healthy I don't I want to go to, like like start going to the gym more I used to go at least like, a decent bit and then I stopped with COVID and I kind of I don't know I, wanna, I always wanted to go back to it because it's like something I should do right you, like, you should be you should want to be healthy like, I had a good time doing it my friends always tell me like Christian as somebody as as somebody that's been going to the gym probably more or less consistently since I was 16 I can absolutely guarantee you without a doubt once you start doing it for more than four weeks you will not stop it will be one of the best things to change your life and I'll be more than happy to give you more information on it too if you want but I had like a membership and stuff, and I used to go like a pretty decent amount. I think there was a, a, like a stint of like three, four months I was going three days a week. And like I was feeling good. I really enjoyed it. And then COVID rolled around, and like everyone was kind of like paused. Like you probably shouldn't be doing that for a little bit. And I grew complacent, and I just got used to you know playing video games, eating chips, and you know just not not watching what I was eating, not taking care of myself. And I just got lazy. Christian, I need to ask of you a favor sure you have helped me make my thing so you basically did me a favor but I'm gonna ask you another one 
I want you to go do your thing, and I want you to go to the gym tomorrow. You know, I probably should. I have the day off. Take it as a sign. All right, yeah, you know, it's good. I'll go. Thank you so much for calling me, Christian. I appreciate it, man. No problem, man. Appreciate you having me on. Have a wonderful night, man. I appreciate it. Whew.